gentlemen, what's up? We're here live, Auto Dealer Life 330. I'm David Villa. I'm here with Dave Cribs. What's up, Dave? What's going on? I'm yo, 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 what's the deal on the ones and twos? You got DJ Tommy Elwell. Whoa, watch yourself over there. What are you doing? What's up, guys? What's up? <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> wow. Tommy's got uh, We have Spirit Week. Um, as you can see, I'm not dressed up today, but we have Spirit Week here at IPD and headquarters. And today is Decades Day. Tommy is partially dressed like, I'm assuming, Run DMC. One of the DMCs or the runs, yeah. I think yeah. it's Walk DMC. Familia. Yeah, Walk DMC. Crawl DMC. <laughs> According to you. Bench numbers. Press All the Weight You Got DMC. Ah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow! Thanks for the uh, for the for the get up there, Timothy. You're Timothy. awesome. Yes, Kim dressed in all Kim velvet. Dressed, she, yeah, she, she killed it. She went all out, man. Yeah, so I took her stuff for the show. Well, we're here. What a great show we have planned, Cribs. Yeah, some big time names on the show today. Um, some dealers. We I don't know how anywhere to put my arms, man. Got stuff. Like, you got all these books know, here, right? like Sanford and Sons, flat yeah. out stuff, stuffed. Why don't we talk about the books? Well, we should talk about the books since it's taking yeah. up my arm space, too. Yeah. Well, well I mean, I'm going to leave them here, so they're going to take your arm space the entire show. But uh, we're going to be giving away five. Leader B Lunch, if you haven't gotten a copy yet, thank you guys, uh, whoever, everyone who did. If you pre-ordered them, we sent them out from here and we signed them. And then uh, um, they uh, it's available now on Barnes & Noble and Amazon. I know that most people are ordering them from uh, Amazon. Um, thank you guys for your support on that but i've got some copies here and we're going to give away five today here's how we're going to do this today if you want an autographed copy of this book i would suggest you get it um because it's it's uh it's it's the story um really from rags to riches type story where you know every way possible cribs you could fail the power yeah. of earning influence the, the the theme behind that and the message behind that is simply this um when you don't earn influence and you demand it or you get it in any other fashion you know, then basically you're 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 gonna fail. You know, and that's just real the reality. Influence is really leadership, and, and the only way to truly have it is to earn it. And the power of earning influence. And so I'm gonna give away five copies of the book. I'm gonna sign them. I got the pen right here because we're gonna do it for those who call in today with questions. We're gonna give you guys an opportunity when our panel comes on. And by the way, we've got an outstanding panel today, and um, you're gonna get to call in. The numbers on the screen and. Um, you're going to get to ask our guest questions, and um, we're even going to let you, if you want to, um, if you'd rather um, do the invite, the Facebook invite, uh, as your way of calling in, um, just notify us in the comment section that you'd like to be one of those, and we're going to give the five people who come on a book, and I'll sign them, and we'll send them out to you today. That's cool. Thank you. Leader well, Lunch, the power of earning influence. I've got to be close, by the way, to earning the influence or having the power because yes. I've been failing for so long that I've got to be close, right? <laughs> you're not failing, man. You're, <laughs> you're, 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 you're just on your way to success, brother. There we go. There we go. You're, you're That's succeeding. What I'm talking about. We're all, we're all just. Those are signed in green too, aren't they? Yes, sir. Yeah. Very green, cool. Green. green Sharpie. That's super dope fresh from money, son. Appropriate from the car business and a matches color. Let's <laughs> see. Absolutely. Hey, really quick before I, I want to announce, we usually wait till the end to announce it, but I want to flip the script a little bit in the beginning because we have such an outstanding show coming up that I'm excited about in two weeks. Um, uh, next week's show is great as well, but I specifically want to uh, um, talk about November 9th show um, because we have a uh, we have a dealer panel and uh, we've got some a um, couple of people who've been on the show and I'll start by introducing telling you who those guys are. We have John Marazzi, Brandon Honda, and Bill Feinstein. Bill, uh, John is obviously no stranger to the show. One of my favorite guests, one of your favorite guests, according to um, what we hear and the comments that come in with John. One of the smartest uh, dealers 
the dealer principal for Sun Toyota and Brandon Honda, two top, top, top stores in the uh, in, in the nation and certainly in Florida. Then we have Bill Feinstein, which is, um, I believe, um, in the top five of Honda stores in the nation at Planet Honda. But then we have Jesse Peterson, the uh, president of ED Automotive, um, several points there in the Dakotas, and uh, Jesse is a sharp cat, man. Um, and we also have U.S. first time ever U.S. Marine, um, and yes, that is it. Most of you know him, um, but that is his name. If you don't, his name is U.S. Marine, and actually went to high school together, um, and uh, we've known each other for a long time. Um, got into the car business, me on this side, him on that side. Um, you know, around the same time, and now U.S. is the owner of two dealerships, the Sutherland Group, on the uh, his actual name. His, his name is is its initials U.S. Marine, and I'll let him tell wow. the story. I'll wait so and cool. kind of let him tell the story of how uh, his family, um, how his, how that happened. But um, U.S. owns Sutherland Nissan and uh, Sutherland Sutherland Group over in the East Coast, and huge stores. And then we have um, uh, Jeff Daniels uh, working on Jeff, which is uh, you know Jeff is is part of the uh, Muncie, right? Muncie Automotive. Yeah, son. <laughs> oh, wow. And Tommy's going to do this all day. <laughs> going to be in character throughout <laughs> the show. All right. So anyway, um, great show, November 19th. You don't want to miss that. But today's show is off the chain. chain. <laughs> Somebody's calling. Jonathan Dawson said, I heard the panel was off the chain. But then again, I think they may have been talking about Tommy's chain being off the chain. Ha ha. Yeah, I pity son. the fool. I pity the fool. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Jonathan. Matt Keenig. Uh, Leader Be Lunch, baby. Get that book, friends. Get it. Get it. Hey, we're going to give it to you today. I'm just going to give it to you. First five that call in when the panel comes on, 574-1820. Numbers on the screen. Hashtag Auto Deal Live. What do you think about today's show? We're going to open it up as episode. This is the title of the show. There's been some confusion on it, so let's clarify it. The title of the show is episode 296. By the way, episode 296 today. Wow. That is impressive. And um, I, I, I would say so myself that you guys have been putting up with us for 296 times. <laughs> 200. Listen, that's like getting punched in the face 296 times, and you're right. still coming back for more. Episode 296. The reason it's called that, Cribs, is because we're talking automotive talk today. You're going to set the tone. We're going to bring up anything and everything you want to discuss today. And we've got a great group of automotive professionals that are going to bring that knowledge and heat. Cribs, take it away before we go to commercial and bring our guest on. What you think, man? Um, I think if you miss today, you're missing something special because when I look at the names on the the guest list here, it's incredible. So I'm I'm just and the fact that we kind of have an open forum today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it. Um, absolutely love it. And what that really means, Dave, is also those who are watching, uh, the viewers and the people who are. Uh, you know, posting on Facebook and Twitter and interacting socially. Mm-hmm. That means you can set the pace of the show, actually, technically, because we're going to be addressing your questions. The panel will be addressing your questions. So whatever's on your heart for the car business, let's get it out there. Yeah. And then one of the things, Tommy, we decided, one of the reasons we decided to do this as well, we had such an overwhelming response from last week's show, even into private groups and messaging us and so forth on your discuss, our discussion last week on uh, the generation we call millennials in the car business. And not that we want to rehash that for the entire show, but we do want to kind of continue and let you um, let you maybe maybe give some comments of some that came comments that came in after and uh, after the fact and um, just talk to some of these uh, some of these. Yeah, uh, there's managers. definitely a, a few things I have to up my sleeve here with these because uh, wow, yes, what an opportunity! Absolutely. Okay. What's up, T? Won't you put us out to commercial break, man? Yeah, on the ones and twos, we got 
We'll come back. Come we're on. Going, oh, Stay in man. character, man. Stay in character. We're going to commercial My break. My character is blended. Send man. us to commercial it's break. Um, Run DMC style. Tommy yeah. Elwell style. <laughs> no or just send us to commercial. My spectacle. Yeah, let's just come back. We'll see you. Uh, just, you know, hashtag call. Do all the stuff you do. Hashtag call. Hashtag call. <laughs> hashtag out of the alive. Hashtag. Call us at 813-574-1820. Hashtag DMC. And we'll see you in a couple minutes after these commercial breaks. We're going to be back with episode 296 panel. Back, we're back. And by the way, the Internet BDC boot camp is sold out commercial, so there are no more seats. But we do have a live stream available for that, just to clarify on that commercial. I uh, should have switched that out. All right, so we're going to go into our panel, episode 296 panel. You guys are watching episode 296, and we have the general manager of Dan Cummings Chevrolet. And uh, they are the number one or number two volume used car store in the country. Mr. Glenn Lundy, we have the owner at Sansone Jr.'s Auto Mall, Paul Sansone Jr. with the quality assurance manager. Look, you know how cool you are when you get a title like, hey, I'm, I'm the quality assurance manager. Can I help you? Right? That's pretty powerful. Uh, it is I'm going to ensure like that it. you're going to receive quality. We have Grant Hawking on with us. And we have um, co-founder of Rockstar Auto Conference, Matt Keenig. And then we have Owen Moon, CEO of CarClick360. And then we had a last-minute addition. I wanted to bring this young cat on. I like his video. Man, I was really humble yesterday and um, and uh, really, really impressed by the humility and uh, um, the character of what I saw. Sales consultant at Brian Honda, Mr. Terrell Lake. And uh, we've got a great show today. Cribs, I'm going to kick it to you, man. We're going to bring these experts on and talk about the car business today. Yeah, thank you, Dave. So uh, let's go over to Glenn because, Glenn, I mean, you are, you know, obviously we have amazing guests on the show and we always talk about uh, dealers that are really moving the needle, but you kind of epitomize that really. I mean, number two used car in the uh, store in the nation, you're doing incredible numbers. Um, it's kind of a two-part question. So the first thing I would say is, you know, as someone who's experiencing this kind of success, what do you? What would you say? One thing we know it's a combination, but what would you say? One thing right now that you guys are just really doing well, and then the second part of the question is, what would be one area that you're kind of focused on right now, or maybe concerned about moving forward? Hey guys, well, uh, thanks for having me on the show. We really appreciate being here. Um, to answer your question, I guess the one thing that's made the biggest difference for us. Um, that's helped us really move the needle is we have focused on uh, the character and the culture of the people that are in our dealership, uh, making sure to give them all the tools that they need, training them every day, and just working on uh, life skills with them, not just necessarily, you know, job skills and how to sell cars, but teaching them how to get to be, you know, really good people. So developing our culture from the inside caused us to be able to effectively take care of our customers on the outside. So I'd say that's the, uh, the big thing there. And then one of our focuses going forward, probably our biggest focus going forward, is just trying to figure out exactly how to create uh, fans, you know, creating fans, using social media, using the Internet, using all the tools that we have available for us and just offering these customers an experience unlike anything they've ever had before so that they'll tell all their friends about us and keep coming back. Yeah, it's thank you, Glenn. And you know, it's interesting, Glenn, because um, I love the order you place that in. Because if somebody hears, and I, and, and I know that in the comment on Facebook, I, I saw where somebody asked the question that everybody in the car business always asks, right? So, how many cars? You know, but here's the thing, man. That's what they always want to know. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Thinking they're going to get some like trick or strategy. And you put it in the order that I love. You said, we're working with our people 
on life skills, working with them on, on dealing with customers. And then you went on to say, and we're doing some special things with social media. And you know what's crazy about that is if, if you get that backward, you know what I mean? And you see this in the car business. If you get it backward and you put that the second one first, but you don't have the first one in your portfolio at all, then all you're going to do is put the wrong message out on social media and one that's going to be an, a repellent. You know? So it's literally going to be the, have the opposite effect but yet that's the thing that everybody wants to work on because they can throw a dollar at it. You know, hey, I can, I can get some advertising. I can get some, some, you know, put some social media out there. And, but the other takes a little bit of elbow grease and, and effort and care. I mean, so that's what I love about right. you, man. That's what I love about you. And, and, and you're the real deal. And, uh, you know, somebody would say, oh, yeah, I see you do your meetings and so forth. But, you know, and, and, and you're out there and you got an agenda. But you know what? No, you don't have an agenda other than to be transparent and show your customers this is what Dan Cummings Chevy looks like from the inside out. And that's, that's impressive, man. So, so kudos to you, brother. Hats off to what you're doing. And it's showing up in the bottom line. Hey, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. And, and you know, just to touch on, you know, um, what you just said there, we're not the only ones that have the, the cameras. We're not the only ones that have platforms you can put information out there. So, you know, nowadays you got to understand your customers, they have a voice too, and they have a platform, and they have a network of people. So we, you can't, you just can't lie. You can't lie about it, man. You can't say that you're a certain type of dealership doing certain things and expect not to get called out these days. So making sure you are who you say you are, you know, from the inside out is definitely the key before you go trying to tell everybody that you're some, you know, that, 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 uh, that you are something that you're not. Absolutely. Real quick, Cribs, just only because yeah. I saw this video no. yesterday, and it just has to do with um, what Glenn just brought up. I want to bring Lewis Trell uh, Lake up, and uh, Trell's a sales consultant at Brian Honda, and I love what Trell put out yesterday. It just happened to... I, you know, happened to be in front of my computer when this video popped up, and it was to his customers, and it was it was it was humble, and it was it was sincere. It came across as like not, you know, as as I'm trying to sell you, but I have something. Did it look to, Did it look like a stereotypical car salesman? No, it didn't, man. You know what? He was other than the fact that he was standing out in the lot at a dealership, which is a good thing because it showed the product behind him, sure. and it showed him. And the reality was, it showed humility and passion. And Terrell, man, it, it caught my attention, and I just really be honest with you. It was a perfect. It was exactly what 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 uh, a Glenn, as a general manager of a, of a store, was talking about. It showed the right message that that you would want customers to see. Because the reality is, Glenn said it. A camera is not going to turn any. Oh man, look that dealership's using video. That's not impressive. It's like, hey, look at that guy using video but man he seems sincere and Terrell man I gotta I gotta tell you that it resonated and I have a feeling that it probably resonates with your customers as well what do you think man about getting the message right before we get before we get the video out there Terrell I'm gonna ask you man to weigh in on that oh okay uh once again guys I'm very humbled to be here um just so many you know big baller shot callers I mean you know I'm just kind of like the little small fish in a pond but uh to answer your question, the biggest thing for me is is that, you know, you have to have a, a genuine, sincere uh, way about yourself, not only with just, like, the clients that you deal with, but also just with the communities that you deal with. And if you come across that you know, you know, I'm a genuine person, you know, I have a family, I have a wife, I have kids, you know, I go to church, you know, I believe in God, you know, they resonate with that more. And you're not looked so much more as a car salesman. 
that's mm-hmm. what's wrong with the industry. What's wrong with the industry is is that we um, we unfortunately have this like you know stigma about ourselves. You know, we're sleaze balls. We're you know we're out to get your money. We're out to you know take everything that you have and leave you for broke. Just change your life forever. But that's not what we're about. We're about making a difference not only in the community but also within the actual dealerships ourselves because we already got a target on our back from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just something that has just happened over time. So we have to change how we look at, you know, the the, the car business. And, yes, you know, you, you want to make money. I mean, obviously this isn't the March of Dimes, but at the same time you have to be <laughs> humble, you have to be honest, you have to be fair. Perfect, man. Perfect, I, I, and uh, and you know what? If all else fails, that bow tie, baby, in that picture, it's a let me tell small, you. But. Yeah, you know, I'm telling you something right now. That's that that is uh, that has got to be the the. Not, I like that jacket. That's pretty cool. I got to be honest with you. Go ahead, Cribs. That, that is what a do you pretty think tight jacket. Well, first of all, I want to say to Terrell, hey, kudos to you, man. You're not a small fish in this in this uh, in this aquarium. You're just in a different place on the timeline, man. You have got it down. So you're going to be going big places, and we appreciate Absolutely. those comments. So, um, but let's go over to Paul Sansone Jr. And uh, Paul, welcome to the show. You're no stranger to it. We appreciate you. We know that you're moving the needle as well. We know that also that you're very forward thinking. And, uh, you know, I'm going to ask you because I I know with uh, Dan, you know, he he is broadcast live some sales meetings right there in the dealership. Do you think that we'll be at a place in the future where dealers will actually have cameras in the sales meetings going live? Uh, I don't I don't know about cameras going live in the sales meetings. Uh, I do think, uh, I mean, I I tend to try to post some stuff that I think is relevant beyond what's going on in my dealership every day. But uh, that is one of the areas that I've talked to a few trainers about was having live training sessions to be- get them more uh, engaged and more interactive with the salespeople. But, um, uh, you know, I, I, I just, I focus on one thing and at my dealership and it's similar to what others have, have said, uh, I focus on my sales staff. I just honestly feel, uh, that if I have the best handshake at my dealership, I'm going to win more often than not. And I try to provide the training and tools, uh, to make that work at my store. And, you know, all the stuff I've talked about in the past, you can't train nice, you can't train desire. These gentlemen are saying it in, a, in the same and uh, uh, same and different, different words, same sentiments. But uh, I, I got asked to go to a, a, the Automotive Digital, uh, uh, Google's Automotive Summit out in their office in California last week, which was pretty impressive. And there was, you know, some very large dealers and very large marketing companies, and obviously, uh, Google is Google, and uh, and I'm sitting up front, and you know they started asking you know questions, and your eyes as a dealer tend to roll in the back of your head with all of these analytics you got to look at, and I know uh, I believe we have Owen that that's his space, and I basically asked them, I, I said, look, if uh, you almost need to be, have your own digital marketing expert sitting out on at your hip, or you almost have to be a digital marketing expert you know, to A, understand it, and B, to make it work. And, um, you know, so it, and I, and I said to myself, my process is so much simpler. I'm not saying all of that is needed, but all of that digital lead generation, search engine optimization, every acronym you can come up with still gets down to two guys, two people shaking a hand at a dealership. And I think if more dealers 
focus on their on their sales staff to reduce turnover, I just think will be a better industry. So I try to keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well said, and I, I love that. And we're going to get to Owen too because I know Owen. Uh, you know, and, and and guys, the whole theme theme of this show really is to. Um, is to allow the audience to kind of weigh in. We have some, we had something drop off, and we're just getting it back up here on uh, Facebook. So we haven't been able to read your comments for the last couple of minutes, but it's coming back up on screen now. Um, but Owen, you wrote an article too, and, and I want to kind of go shift this direction. And of course, you can comment on anything. But you wrote an article recently um, that's, uh, that that we wanted to, to talk to you about with regards to customers, regards to the service drive, regards to really. Um, taking care of them and you had an opinion on this i want you to kind of maybe introduce that into the conversation and so we can uh, start some dialogue there on uh on this and i want to go to grant on that as well but owen won't you go ahead and maybe bring that into the conversation hey guys uh good afternoon uh, again thanks for having me on the show it's always a pleasure to get on uh here and talk a little bit uh, uh with some of the other uh great uh panels uh speakers and uh, uh just kind of weighing a little bit on what paul was saying first um uh, you know, it, it might sound, sound cliche, but uh, it is all about people, product, promotion, right? And promotion is where, in this scenario, is where it belongs. That's number three. Uh, if you don't have the right people or the right products, uh, the promotion is not going to save you. And, and I think that uh, over time, you know, that people portion of this has changed, right? And, and now we're getting into the point where uh, everybody's their own media company. You know, I've had heard people say that before, and it's so true. I mean, you have to be able to have your own uh, a sort of branding your own message out there, uh, you know, to make you stand apart from your your, your competition. And uh, as Terrell said, you know, it can be it needs to be genuine. It can't be hokey. It can be fun. It can be you know a little bit more laid back, but it's it's got to come across genuine. So I think the ones that are doing it uh, well are the ones that are seeing the success in that. Um, to kind of transition into my article, I you know I recently wrote an article uh, just kind of talking a little bit about the service. Uh, Department, uh, you know, we know that that is a, a big area for dealerships uh, as far as a profit center, and I think um, I think it kind of ties into sales because there's people that are actually you know hiring service sales uh, executives or, or directors where you know their whole job is to help uh, take somebody from the service bay and and turn them into a, a new customer or a repeat customer. Um, but I think it goes a lot deeper than that. I think that. Uh, by having um, a, a service of sort of a you know their own share of voice is very uh, important, and I think is getting even more important, um, you know, as dealerships are, are continuing to evolve. And uh, so one of those things that I talked about in uh, my article, obviously, was just talking about the you know that that side of the business. It's a 340 billion dollar uh, annual industry, and so you know how can dealerships take the service? side of the business and, and really dominated for their market. And, and one of the things that we're doing with our customers is a dedicated service website. Um, because, you know, if you look at share of voice on a typical dealership's website, they're getting a couple pages out of a, out of all the whole website. Uh, it's hard to tell your story, which is kind of why, you know, a lot of the non-dealer businesses like the Jiffy Lubes and things like that are, are winning that business. Uh, also, because when you look at search, you know, is a piece of that, uh, they're getting the search rankings because the, their whole website is designed around uh, those those popular search terms like oil change, brake repair, uh, mm-hmm. things like that. So what we're right. doing is just trying to give the, the service department a little bit more of a voice 
uh, allow them to be found a little easier in search rankings and, uh, and be able to tell their story, talk about their uh, certified technicians, talk about their their kids area, their coffee bar, their you know, you know their Chevy certified parts, you know, different things like that. Okay. Grant, you got uh, uh, the Spunkmeyer cookies. We didn't mention that part of it. Um, we got. To, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. Well, you know, um, let's let's bring it on to Grant. We haven't heard from Grant yet. Let's bring him into the into the, the fray, fold into the fray real quick. Um, some of the you know some of the comments that's coming up on social media and some and, and regarding what Glenn said about character and culture that seems to be the buzzword and kind of the um, where the industry is going when it comes to um, the discussion whether it's people coming into the business the culture that they have to adapt to or the culture that they want to have or they want to see um speak on that for a minute when you talk about it because i mean we're not talking about the best prices and the and the best deals and stuff like that we're talking about culture we're talking about um uh, uh dealerships having to make up for the sins of the past and so forth speak about that and what you guys are doing over at brandon honda to to kind of change people's idea I appreciate you guys having me on as always. Yeah, um, you know, culture, I think, is what it comes down to. It comes down to your hiring. You know, I think a lot of people focus on hiring for the job or they look at the skills that people have. But at the end of the day, what people lose sight of is you're hiring the man or the woman. You're hiring the person. If the person has what it takes and you hire them and you teach them a process, you don't hire them and teach them a personality. Um, and I think that that's super important. You know, you can't change who people are at their core. Now, so we really try to, you know, we're Google-esque in our hiring prospects and really try to have four, five, six, seven people talk to somebody before we bring them on board because that's how much we care about our culture. And the people who are already here know that we're not going to flood the floor or not bring somebody on board that doesn't um, fit in with them. Um, you know, so we're very, very cautious with that um, in terms of that. And I think that's what people lose sight of, you know. People like, you know, one of the previous guys said is people buy from, you know, people they shake hands with. There's two people having a deal. Well, it's easier to take somebody who has a personality and teach them a process that works and take somebody who just can't do the job and put them in to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's um, extremely important. Um, so just kind of switching sides, I know, and I think, um, you know, a lot of people are talking about the cultures and all those things, but it's also the things that you do not to uh, – not to you know take your take a step back or shoot yourself in the foot so to speak and the problem is is you you train people that they work for in our case they work for Brandon Honda they represent Brandon Honda they don't represent a department mm-hmm. and too many times people feel like they represent the service department or they represent the sales department I mean I'm pretty sure that if you go into a Ritz Carlton and you need directions that the janitor is just as important as the front desk person who can tell you where to go it's the same thing in our dealership we train people that look you have a Brandon Honda polo on we have a five foot rule if somebody needs help you help them. It doesn't matter on your job. Too often, I think in the car business, we departmentalize people's positions. We departmentalize how they can help people. Well, hey, um, you know, I'm just in service. You might want to go up there and uh, talk to a salesperson or, hey, I'm on a, at the end of the day, they need help. And their perception is, is that I'm at Brandon Honda. Look, you work here. Um, you know, help you help me. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you have that type of culture where people are like, you know what, I will help you. It's not a matter of pointing at the place. It's walking them to them. It's making sure they're taking care of it. It's going the extra mile that rubs off on people. That's that's good. And, and Matt, let me go to you. Thank you, thank you, Grant. And you know, listening to everybody so far, you know, I'm hearing maybe the need for really we talk culture a lot. And I think, like Tommy said, it becomes a buzzword. But in the reality, when you strip it down, 
to what it really means and why it was initially said. You know, it's no longer a buzzword, but it's a truth and it's a fact. And so going to that, I'm hearing like the need for a vision, the need for a dealership to have a vision. If somebody had put a comment on, um, it's scrolled up, it's, it's, it's a little higher than we are now, but but it basically was was talking about Glenn going for a thousand at his store. And I'll let Glenn comment on that comment on that for a minute. But in you know, in in the in the old days of business it was only, and I think there's a need for this, you know, when you go for a goal, putting it out in front, hey, let's hit this number, let's hit this number. But if Glenn's going to race to, as Jonathan Dawson, he said, Glenn's going to race to a 1,000, the team is focused. You guys went past it. Out experiencing. Yeah, and so what what I'm going to ask you, Matt, is is that's really the need for a vision. It's not enough anymore to say, hey, guys, we're at 900, we're at 950, let's get to a 1,000. It's like, you know, there's eventually at that point it's like okay i'm making enough money but it's a vision where if you put this culture out and you put this service out and we're handling you know we're helping customers and we're we're doing this together it's a it's a goal that everybody from front to back is excited about reaching matt talk about that of laying out vision for your yeah. dealership so, so i think that's good stuff man I, you know here's the funny thing to me and i know this sounds a little bit counter maybe to to what we think about in the car business but to me i don't think it's about setting out the necessarily the number vision the goal vision the here's what we have to hit vision and a lot of times that's where our focus goes right we're at 500 we need to be at six Mm -hmm. we're at six now i'm not saying we don't set goals but to me the vision is going uh for example you know what Every single person that walks in this door is going to be better when they walk out the door than they were when they came in. They're going to have such a great experience that they can't help but let, let, but do what Glenn said earlier, right? They're in the business of making fans. We want to make fans, right? We want people to fall in love with us. So the challenge I think dealers have is we're so focused on, you know, here's our process. Well, who gives F about your process? Not me as a customer, right? I don't care about that. I don't care about you wanting to hit a 1,000. I don't care about you wanting five stars. You know, I care about me. I'm the person walking in with the money. I want to go in and have a great experience. I don't expect one, but I want one, right? Mm -hmm. So I think the vision, the vision that needs to change, it it really, it has to change. Somebody hit on the webinar I was on earlier and last week is we've got to change the internal dialogue that we have first, which is what am I here for? What am I all about? And that really needs to be, I'm all about giving people the best damn experience that they're ever going to have anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I people will hug, don't sell cars. No, but being an asshole keeps people from coming back and buying them from you. Mm-hmm. So if you give them an amazing experience and you love on them and you treat them so good that you know you're not afraid for them to walk out the door. Because if they walk into the next dealership, it's not going to be close to what a Glenn Lundy gives them. Then you're not afraid of people shopping you. You're not afraid of anything. And if we change that internal conversation and then it spills over to the people on our team, I mean, your goal is to make sure these people are happy from point A when they walk in to point Z when they leave. If they fall in love with you, they'll fall in love with us as a store. Mm-hmm. They fall in love with us. Nobody's ever going to make them happy again. Right. That to me is where the, the leader cast that vision of showing people how to serve well, how to love on people. I touched it earlier, and I, I'm, you know, somebody had said something about, you know, hey, I love Jesus, I this. And there's a, I said this on a webinar earlier, but there's a spot biblically. Here we go. We'll go to church. There's a spot where the Pharisees said to Jesus, they go, hey, what's the, what's the most important commandment? And he said, love God, right, with all your heart, soul, mind, everything. He goes, and then there's another one that's side by side. Love others the way you love yourself. He didn't say, then there's a second one that's kind of cool, or, hey, check this one out. He said, another one that's equal to that. Now, whatever your beliefs are, I don't really care. 
All right. I mean, whatever. I'm not here to debate that. But here's what I will say. If you listen to that second part, right, everything we do in this industry, a lot of the dialogue is self-serving. We need to grow. We need gross. We need to hit numbers. We, who cares? Now, what would happen if I go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to love these people so good that when they leave, everybody else makes them sick to their stomach. You give an experience like that, people become raving fans. And then when we start talking about process, it makes sense. Yeah. Then it makes sense why we listen and ask questions. You know what I'm saying? So I think yeah. you're right. we got to cast that vision, but first we have to cast the, here's why we're doing what we're doing, and now let me show you how that's going to get us yeah. to that thousand Glenn you know, Lundy's going to get to. Does you that know, make sense? Absolutely. You know, Cribs, it's, on, funny cause I, it's funny because I always said, you know, here, you know, you, you were here for a couple of years yeah. uh, you know, every day, but, um, you know, I've always said that when you when you take care of what the customer needs, when you take care of that, so you solve that problem, mm-hmm. that dilemma, then money follows. You know, yeah, it's like, hey, you yeah. know, some, because, it, and, and that's why, you know, in, in managing salespeople used to beat my head against the wall of, of when it comes to a place when someone's making more money than they ever made in their life, you know, yes, they can make more, but do they want to make more? You know, do they want to make more, more than they want to take their foot off the gas? And there has to come, there, A, there has to be an it, there has to be a, 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 a why there. And then B, there has to be the ability to take care of customers, do the next thing right in front of you. The money follows, and then you'll make more money than you can spend because you're taking care of more people, you know, and so, I, you know, so I agree with all of these guys. A million, a million percent. In fact, uh, I don't think Matt could have articulated that any better. It could mm-hmm. have been the, I could have been the whole show, just that statement. Mm-hmm. But um, let's go back to Glenn real quick. And uh, Glenn, you know, we talked a little bit last week about millennials attracting millennials to work and things yeah. like that. And, and I kind of want to drop the word millennial and just say, hey, attracting the Good current people. the current marketplace when it comes to em- employment and people looking for employment and looking for opportunities. Um, but my question is this. We talked about... You know, does a car business need to offer, you know, more attractive schedules to get people who um, are the right people and things like that? How important is that at Dan Cummings? Have you made accommodations or adjustments uh, to attract certain uh, types of individuals or um, or is it more of a, hey, do you just fit in our vision? Are you going to come do what we do uh, when you're looking for employees? Go ahead, Glenn. No, I mean... Basically, what we've done here is, and it was years ago that we did this. I sat down with the owner of the dealership, and I and we both had sold cars, you know, in in the past. So I said, "What did, what did I hate as a salesman? You know, what, what about dealerships did I hate? Well, you know, the first thing I hated was the schedule. It was ridiculous. I was working six, seven days a week. Bell, bell. I had no life. That was one thing I hated. The next thing I hated was I had no training. They just kind of threw me out there and. Uh, you know, they wouldn't train me, and I just kind of had to sink or swim. Another thing that I hated was that my managers always treated me like crap and kicked me in the teeth. So after making a list of all the things that we hated, we said, okay, well, it's, just, it's real simple. Let's just do the opposite. Let's make a schedule that allows people to have a little bit of a life. So I've got guys, they get to come in a little bit late one day a week. They get to go home early one day a week. They get a day off in the middle of the week. I only work them five days. So let's do that. You know, let's train them every single day. So we have training every single day, 8.30 in the morning. Make sure they have all the tools, you know, that they need. Uh, you know, things like that. And let's uh, let's lift them up. Mm-hmm. Let's be positive. Let's not be negative. Let's not kick them in the teeth. Let's not, let's not bash them. You know, let's just let's treat them like human beings, like we want to be treated. So once we started making all of those changes in the dealership, then we start attracting and drawing in these young guys that actually enjoy their jobs. They love coming to work. And then, you know, what do they do? They, they tell their friends about it. Well, first of all, they treat their customers right because they're actually happy to be here. 
So they treat their customers right and give them a great experience. And then they spread the word. They tell their friends, and you start to draw more and more and more. Um, you know, and that's that's just kind of how that works. And then as far as Matt, uh, I want to applaud Matt, man. That was freaking awesome what Matt was just talking about. You know, it can't just be numbers, numbers, numbers. You know, in 2014, I set a goal of 6,000 cars per year. And when we hit that goal, immediately everybody said, okay, what's the goal for, you know, 2015? And I'm like, we're not going to take these guys that just sold 6,000 cars a year. Now I'm not going to sit here and tell them i got to do 7,500. I'm not going to do that. Like the goal for 2015, and that's where our mission statement comes from, you know, the goal in 2015 was to eradicate all of the negative stigmas associated with the car business. And the only way to do that was to make sure people felt special, felt important, and felt like they were the only one. Our goal was to exceed our customers' expectations today, tomorrow, and in the future. We were not just going to sell cars. We were going to create fans. That was the goal. And we ended up selling 7,500 or close to 10,000 a year after that. So it can't just be about the numbers. It's got to be about a mission and a purpose to make a difference. These guys, all these people just make a difference, man. We all do. We all want to make a difference. That's good. Thank you, Glenn. And I want to go to Paul and, and, and maybe even Grant and get you guys to both weigh in on this. We have a question came in on Facebook. I think it's a good question, Paul. Uh, you know, I don't know this person, but uh, Eddie Stefan, it says, here's his question. He said, so being a green pea, this is, he's saying, I'm a green pea in the sales and auto sales. I've been working hard on how to better service my customers. I have a five-star Google and Facebook rating, but I feel like I could do better. I just need to know where to start. So this is a guy who is saying, hey, where do I start? To get better, I know that's there's probably a lot there, Paul. But do you, do you have something maybe you could offer, just some advice to Eddie, and maybe what you do with some? Well, of it, it's it, it's one of the things I was going to bring up. I mean, I, I one of the things I'm most proud of, and it happened by uh, by happenstance with my son graduating. And I've told this story before, but I have created an onboarding process at my dealership that is a effective, b attractive to. Uh, I wouldn't even just say millennials attractive to people that are uh, entrepreneurial that want to build their own business because my my business philosophy is if I can get 20, 30 people underneath me building their business, my business is significantly more successful. So that gets back to focusing on the salesman. But the onboarding process, uh, you know what, uh, and there's some, I'm sure many people are not going to agree with this, but you know, when you have 90% of the people trying to contact you through the virtual world, how we can only have a small segment of our staff trained and qualified to handle that volume doesn't make sense. To me, we've built that BDC la- layer and we haven't adjusted to the time. So my onboarding process, and this goes to answering uh, Eddie's uh, question, is everybody that starts with me goes through my BDC boot camp, 100 phone calls a day, mm-hmm. handling internet leads, knowing how to send out videos, social mm-hmm. media training. Uh, you know, we use um, uh, Cellcology as our dealership onboarding training. So, so automotive training as well as social media training. So my onboarding process is anywhere from 30 to 60 to 90 days. And uh, then when they get out onto the floor, you know, that person knows how to get take rejection knows how to handle you know making a hundred phone calls a day because unfortunately when you start in this business you gotta you know get through the the crumbs in order to you know to to build uh, to build a foundation you know and i have had one success story after another 
of people from all fields that have that have taken. And my BDC has gone from nine people down to a manager plus three. But I have a sales staff that is qualified to handle the leads. And uh, I'm thrilled because those that want to work have the lead opportunity. So, Eddie, you know, most dealerships have a huge orphan owner base. Uh, if your dealer allows you to share in that, I would say, hey, you know, and I would call this customer service. Hi, this is Eddie from ABC Motors. I've been assigned to handle your account. I just want to say thank you for your past business. It gets down to work by giving the salesman a plan uh, and not just telling them to pick up a phone. Uh, and it, all, it really just gets down into that BDC boot camp for me for a new person and giving them the tools, uh, you know, my <clears throat> referral program, uh, social media, networking, training, you know, all of it is uh, what allows me to have a, a newbie with desire come into the business and make six figures a year right out of the gate. Nice. nice. Go back to uh, that uh, comment, uh, Kim. Scroll to the uh, Matt Raymond's comments. Pretty cool there because I actually agree with that. But that's a good comment. The Matt yeah. Raymond. Grant. Yeah, you know, and another thing, just as from the dealer, I, I don't want to dominate. No, the no, no. Good. But yeah, just from the dealer's perspective. Dealers have to think out of two worlds. There are significant pressures for dealers to sell cars today. Financial, you know, whether everyone believes it or not, it ain't an easy gig making a few dollars at a dealership. I mean, you know, so the dealers do have a lot of pressure to sell cars today. But to effectively sell cars today, there's got to be a vision for the future. And to me, that's where some of the, you know, is this salesman, is Eddie, is Eddie an expense or is he an investment? If Eddie is an, is an investment, then I got to make whatever accommodations, adjustments to make Eddie, you know, last that 30, 60, 90, get through the tough spots. Right. And that's where many dealers, um, I don't think, have enough compassion or, or thoughtful thinking, uh, forefront thinking about how to, how to get to next year because I'm having a great year and I, everyone's saying, well, what are you doing? I'm, I'm not doing really anything special. I'm just, it's just taking me three, four years to put it all together and keep, you know, one deal at a time improvements. That's good. Yeah. So, so. Hey, David, if I could jump in on that one on the green tea thing. Um, I've always been a big believer for social media and star reviews. That's for that's a reason for people to find you, not for them to for not for you to find them. I think that um, five star reviews are great. I think that you're going to get some business on it, but that's more when people are checking you out after they already after you already reached out to them. Um, I think with a green tea in the business, to what Paul said, you've got to get your name out there. You've got to get to customers, orphan owners. Let's let's face. It. Even in the best dealership, there's lazy people who don't do follow-up, and that's how you jump on it. There's no substitute for putting in the work. Doesn't matter how great, how great of a quote you have by your name or how great of a review you have. It's um, all about how are you getting yourself in front of more people? And I would just say to him, hey, man, find a way to get in front of more people. Because if you've got the tools to back you up of the reputation and, and the inventory in the store, then you just have to get your message out there. And it's not going to come unless you pick up the phone and dial it. Well, and secondly, the, dealership's database, the dealership's database is, is don't go, you don't have to go anywhere else, guys. 
Exactly. You don't have to go anywhere but the database or the service department and one of the other mm-hmm. cases. You know, that's actually my main focus is, you know, what I mostly do here is sell cars out of service. And um, it's all about putting people in there. But back to when people were talking about culture and onboarding and all that kind of stuff, that's, you know, that's all well and good. Mm-hmm. But I would say it doesn't matter if they've been on board, you know, if you if you hold them for 90 days or six months or a year, whatever it is, what do you do for the guy who's been here for six years, five years? What do you do for your whole staff? One of my favorite parts of my morning as a manager is when we do our 930 roll call slash training. And it's not because I'm imparting wisdom and it's not because I want to see if all my people here, my favorite part of it is I get to look them all in the eyes because if I don't know if you're having a good day, I sure don't know when you're having a bad day. And if I don't have that interaction with you on a daily basis where I know your personality and I can look at you in the eyes and say, wow, I need to put my arms around this guy or he really needs a pickup or she really needs help. I think that's the thing that people miss. You know, as managers, as leasing, you can talk at people, you can give people advice, but if they're not willing to listen, if you're not willing to pick up on the fact that they need an extra hug or arm around them, you know, that's what we're here for. We're here to lead them. And, um, you know, that's my comment on that. No, yeah. thank you, Grant. Yeah, thank you, Grant. And, uh, man, you're a wise dude, man. That's why you have that position that you have right now. Let's go to Terrell Lake, Terrell Lake sales consultant at Brian Honda. And, Terrell, I mean, you've listened to the dealer's comment. You, we've talked about all types of things. As a salesperson, what do you look for in your dealership? What makes you feel good that your dealer does for you? Well, I just think um, <clears throat> the biggest thing is obviously the tools that you need. Um, training is important, but also give you the tools to actually go out and make a name for yourself. Just uh, with the guys talking about the green tea, you know, when I first got into the automotive business, I really didn't have that flexibility to do what I wanted. So once I came over here to Brian Honda, working with, you know, Tim Roussel, um, I got my name pretty good out here, and he saw that I, you know, I work hard, and you know, I was making a name for myself. So I took the uh, Monarch name of T Rex, and I kind of marketed that and spread it out throughout Fayetteville. And you know, I do promotions and stuff like that. So, and they back me. So, the biggest key is that you're willing to work, um, and people see it and recognize it, especially like your GM. And whatnot, they'll they'll definitely back you up. At least at this dealership, they will. You know, you have um, you you have a voice, mm-hmm. which in a lot of in a lot of cases in some dealerships you don't have a voice. Mm-hmm. You basically, I mean, I'm not saying not to do it the dealership's way. I believe you know you should still have order, but at the same time, you know, the the salesperson sometimes might feel like a piece of meat, like he's like another number. Okay, and you don't want to treat people like that. You want to treat people like you know. You you know if I give you everything you're going to give me everything. So you you got a lot of people here, man, that have so much potential. Fifteen, twenty, twenty five cars a month, whatever the situation is. It's just that sometimes you know they say, well, you know, what motivates you? Your family and all that. But most times they're not. People always fire. Man, they always uh, quit managers. They never quit jobs. So as long as the managers are, are still willing to, like they said, train and, and do things to, to help us as sales consultants because we're on the, you know, we're basically on the front line and, you know, almost like glory. So we, you know, we appreciate when the managers say, you know what, that guy's doing a good job. You know, I'm not saying you're going to get pats on the back all the time because that's not the car business, 
but just to like recognize through like training, ongoing training, and just like you know bonuses and stuff like that. Stuff like that always helps a, helps a salesperson, especially when you know some people feel like sometimes they're not even cut out for the car business. And sometimes they need a little reassuring that, you know, yes, you are, and you are, you know, a intricate part of this dealership, and I'm going to make sure you feel that way. Absolutely. Well, Terrell, awesome. thank, thank you, you for, for being on today, man. It's been our, our pleasure to have you. So tell tell our listeners how they can follow you. If there's a salesman like Eddie, uh, some of these guys that are watching right now, and they want to follow you, man, to get some inspiration, how can they do that? Okay, so... <clears throat> Here's, here's the thing. Um, you can follow me at um, T, uh, T Lake, um, at brianhon.com. You can also follow me on, um, the, I got another um, thing going on right now. It's called Brian Honda Cares. It's a different website where um, me and another gentleman here, um, we just decided to create our own little Facebook page that every time we sell a car, we're going to donate $500 to the client's favorite charity. Um, so we went out and we started spreading out, um, the love about that. Um, you can also, uh, get me on Instagram. I'm also on Instagram as well, but guys, like I said, I mean, it's been, it's been an honor. I've been uh, humbled to be a part of it. And, um, for the people that are out there in the car business, I mean, this is very, you know, like I said, valuable information. You got to just take it. I mean, not just, just let it, just let it go in one ear out the other just just let it go in there and stay in there and just learn something from it these guys have been doing it for a long time 30 40 50 car plus a month i'm sure and um you know like for me like i said it's invaluable information so i'm I'm very honored thank you guys i appreciate it um much love absolutely hey drill yes who's that that's glenn Glenn. this this is glenn this is glenn i'm a dm at a, uh, a dealership in Paris, Kentucky, and I just want to tell you, man, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job, and the fact that you're on this show uh, just shows that you're you're putting yourself out there. You're being honest. Uh, Dave, Dave and these guys don't bring people on here that are you know that are that are full of it. So you're being honest and you're being humble about it, and you, you're doing a great job, man. Keep it up. I'd love to have a guy like you on my team. I have to remember that if I move out that way. <laughs> <laughs> so we the end. Fair enough. <laughs> thank, you, thank you very much, Terrell. Hey, let's go to let's go to Owen Moon. Owen, um, give us. Give, we, we're going to start to wind down. We're going to give everybody just just the ability to to get some final thoughts in. And you know, you've heard the show. The comments are pouring in, and and uh, just a lot of different things. And um, I know there's not really one topic, but it seems like we're landing pretty much on the culture and just. Uh, you know, just um, the car business and, and what it takes to really succeed in today's business environment. So why don't you go ahead and close on that, leave our listeners with something that they can remember, and then, of course, let our uh, listeners know where they can uh, reach you and how they can connect with you, Owen. Awesome. Yeah, no, it's been a great show. Uh, you're right. Everything's about the dealer culture. Um, you know, just kind of thinking of my own experiences. So, you know, I go to see a lot of dealerships that I work with, and sometimes I'll I'll try to go knock into another dealership that I don't have any relationship with. And it's, it's funny because um, I can tell by the receptionist how that calls or how that visit's going to go with the general manager or the service director or the internet director um, nine times out of ten. So it really does start from A to Z. I mean, if your receptionist is is not very friendly, they're not willing to help you, 
you know, that's the culture that that store is portrayed. And, and that, that is the first line of defense when it comes to a customer because they don't know if I'm there to talk to them about the car or, or about marketing. And so uh, I really do believe it, it starts from the top and, and goes all the way down. Uh, with that, I mean, I mean, I just, you know, kind of finishing up with the service side of things, uh, you know, I think that anytime you can consult with somebody, maybe they have some repairs that need to be done, that type of thing. And, and instead of, you know, costing them repair money, you can get them into a different vehicle. You're going to create that that five-star review. You're going to create that customer for life, and you're going to create that referral network because they're going to see that, that as a dealership, you took care of that customer. And so I think that uh, dealerships definitely need to, if they're not already, focus on, on the service side, not just to get service business, but how can you, uh, you know, turn that into um, – repeat customers and things like that so uh thanks for having me guys it's always a pleasure to get on this show and talk with everybody uh, you guys can reach me at uh um at owen moon uh on twitter and instagram uh find me on facebook uh owen at carclick360.com is my email or you can call me uh cell phone anytime 605-376-0195 uh, it's usually on uh 24 hours a day so uh thanks for having me no problem. And just so you know, just three guys, uh, before we go any further, I'll give Eddie, if you're still listening, I'm going to give Eddie one of these books for his comment. We're going to sign one. So Eddie, make sure that you uh, uh, message us on uh, Facebook and Kim will get your address. Also, uh, Jim, Jim Webb, I'm going to send you one. And then Emily Bauer, uh, I'm going to send you one. She uh, repeated that comment just now that um, I thought was also so strong about people quitting managers, not businesses. So we have two more, and we'll figure out which comments. But go ahead. I, we'll, we'll go ahead and continue to close. But you three get one. Make sure you send us a uh, direct message. That's your address you want to send to. I want to hear. I was going to say I want to hear Matt Koenig. He didn't get a chance well, no, to, to yeah. say a ton. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you wrap us up uh, on your on your thoughts there, buddy? Oh, thanks, you guys. First, uh, I just want to show that nobody obviously watching this knows anything about run dmc because that is not a kango you're wearing daryl mcdaniels uh and he was not known for a gold chain but here's what i'm gonna tell you guys uh, Listen, number one hey, i don't need you to, i don't need you to that's my vibe there buddy I'm, i am who i am Listen, i'm an individual he's right. I'm still down with the king tommy elwell that's the song uh, though here's right the thing. Uh, here's what i would say uh Belief plus commitment equals a great experience. And uh, and I think that really uh, there were so many great truths shared today. I just want to say it's first, I feel honored and privileged to be in such a great panel today with people who actually genuinely care about serving the customer. Always love being on all of you. I know that you guys are all about that. Best way to connect with me, I'm going to hit enter, boom, and share it right in uh, the Facebook, uh, Facebook timeline there um, so that people have a, a way to connect. Um, but I just want to say, uh, you know, what has to really change is is the culture in the dealership. Um, if if we're not if we're not changing how we believe, and that starts with um, we've got to stop calling human beings leads. Uh, stop saying I got 400 email leads. I had 400 people that only visit two dealerships before they buy a car every four and a half years, and this month 400 of them chose to talk to me. That's what we need to be doing. Uh, we need to stop saying ups. We need to stop calling them text ups, emails, uh, lot ups. We need to say, uh, I have 400 people that, that gave me a shot. And Tony Robbins said this, you get true fulfillment when you trade your expectation for appreciation. So stop expecting human beings to go through these processes that all these sales trainers are selling you and maybe start appreciating the fact that a human being chose to walk to your door. They chose to take a risk by connecting with you as a dealer which is scary. Appreciate that and then serve the hell out of them and love on them like nobody else. Ali Rita is going to be out at Rockstar Auto Conference 
Uh, this guy averages 140 vehicles a month. 140 vehicles a month. And when I asked Ali, what is your secret? He said, uh, it's real simple, man. Uh, I just love on people. I love people better than anybody else. And that might sound cheesy to you, but if you want to meet a guy that real deal does 140 cars a month, come out to Rockstar. Links are in here. Uh, get your tickets. You can use the word dealer on. I didn't have time to create a code for ADL. Use the code dealer on. I'll save you guys 150 bucks on a ticket. But come out and meet some of these people that are changing lives every day. I promise you, promise you, you will fall in love with this business again in November if you come out and join us. Thank you Thank guys you. for having me on the show. I appreciate you so much. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. I guess I am probably a little more uh, LL Cool J. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Let's give... <laughs> Your run D and Mr. T. Um, let's give uh, Grant Hawking uh, closing remarks. Brandon Honda, Quality Assurance Manager. Grant, thanks for being with us. Thank you guys for always having me. Such a great panel. Um, you know, Matt hit it on the head. You know, uh, I think in the car business, you know, you deal, people always consider us to be, you know, A-type personalities when I actually think it's quite the opposite. I think people try to act out on who they really aren't. You try to hype yourself up. In the car business, we're always talking about how many cars we sold, how we did this, how we did that. But at the end of the day, if you focus on how many people you helped in that day, everything else falls with you. And uh, I think that's what I try to focus on. I try to focus on what can I get done? How can I make the building a better place because I'm inside of it and once the uh, rest of your people get that true salespeople don't sell anything they you know they help people solve a problem so uh, happy to talk to uh, anybody about anything at any time you can reach me at uh, g-h-o-c-k-i-n-g at brandonhonda.com guys thanks so much for having me as always thank you Grant our pleasure thank you also uh, Brian West you get a book and then I'm going to give one to Terrell Lake today as well he's going to be our fifth book uh, make sure Kim that you get Brian and Terrell message them and we'll find out where they want to get it sent but uh Cribs we got two more man yeah let's go to Paul Sansone Jr. Paul well I, the gentleman just mentioned what I was going to say the fact is I always tell my guys focus on the experience and not the results like now don't focus on selling a car or the closing process or whatever just focus on the customer experience and you'll end up selling more cars, having higher gross, having higher closing percentage. I mean, my dealers don't, my, my salesmen, when I started telling them I really don't care if I don't sell a customer a car, all I care is if they left happy they came here. And you have to really believe that. I mean, some, a lot of dealers may say it or a lot of people may say it, but I, that's truly the way I feel. If they left happy, that's that's then we satisfied our mission and so that's my thing focus on the experience and the results will happen and i mean truly focus on the experience amen yeah thank you hey glenn i want to set as you're gonna you're gonna give your closing remarks and thank you paul glenn i want to go ahead and set the date now whenever it is when you hit a thousand you know i'm sure you'd be on before then too but when you hit a thousand cars man you come on first and just just you know just shouting from the rooftop man we'll celebrate with you but thank you for being on sharing wisdom (laughs) man um, always, always love having you on. Uh, give us your closing remarks as we wrap the show up in the panel up here. Um, yeah, man, uh, and, I, and I love being on here. I appreciate you guys, uh, you know, reaching out to me. And I guess, I guess in closing, I'll just give everybody uh, one last little tip. You know, when you're thinking about uh, what, what to post and what to put out there and, and how to kind of, you know, show, show people who you are, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back like Matt did. We're going to get a little a little biblical real quick and you know human beings were were three parts okay you're it, it's mind body and spirit and so the way i translate that as far as you know with uh, whatever i'm posting on social media and stuff i'm always thinking about those three things i'm thinking okay mind okay the customer's got a mind and, and, and they want to be educated we want to add some value 
So I'll make posts that are like, you know, how-tos or tips and tricks, things like that. Just add, add some value, help feed the mind. Then the second part is the physical. So I need you to show me. So in some of your posts, show me your car. Show me your dealership. Show me, you know, just show me who you are. Show me some of your employees. Show me your staff. Show me some of the things that you're doing out in the community. All the physical things that go along with that. And then lastly, of course, you've got the spirit, which I just translate to make me feel something. Make me feel something in my core that, that you guys are good, man. Show me that you're a human being. Show me pictures of your uh, of your kids, you know, while you're at it. Show me you out being a human being. Uh, uh, put some motivational quotes up or some posts. Make me feel something spiritually. So whenever you're making a post and you're just trying to figure out what to put out there, man, focus on those two things, mind, body, spirit. You can't just be all physical. You can't just show me your dealership and your cars all the time. Yeah. I'm not going to come by from you if you show me cars all the time. I need you to connect with me on all three levels. So, guys, you can find me on Facebook. If you search Glenn Lundy, I should be the, the number one person that pops up. If I'm not, I'm not doing my job right. But I should be the first one to pop up. Um, also, you can find me on Instagram, uh, at Glenn underscore Lundy. And, of course, you can always go to the DanCummings.com website, see our inventory, uh, you know, whatever. Go to our Dan Cummings YouTube page. I've got hundreds of videos up there, things like that. You guys can reach out to me anytime. Thank you guys very much. Great panel as always. Um, and uh, you guys have a wonderful weekend, man. Thanks for hanging out with us for a little while. Hey, you back, man. Thank you. Thank you. Guys. Thanks, guys. He Thank was. He's guys. number one. Yep. He's number one, Glenn Lundy. What do you know? Hey, I got to give a little shout out. Go ahead and bring her on. Oh, we got Shoot, somebody Subi's going to come Go on for a second. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Cribs, why don't you Let, give us a wind down with Subi? Subi's going to come on just for a little wrap up, man. She was on yeah. last week with the with the show, and we wanted to bring her back on because we had such a great response. And then she was uh, weighing in all show on uh, on this episode as well. Yeah, Subi Ghosh, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, Subi, you've been tuning in. Give us some thoughts of what you've heard yeah. on today's show. Oh, uh, one thing. I mean, culture is something that's so very, very close to my heart. You guys know this. Um, so I, I guess I want to say two things. One, to the, the dealer principals, the upper management executives, the best way to create loyal fans and a great culture starts with you. And you can't complain that you're getting the wrong people and wrong management if you stimulate that. And I'll give you a couple of how-tos instead of just theory. I think Matt, Matt said it really well, uh, and so I want to pull off of that theory and give you some how-tos. Mission statements, define your culture, integrated goals so your, your teams stop functioning in silos and start functioning as one team because that one customer likely hits every single one of those departments, including your back office, right? Like internet, sales floor, finance. It, they touch all of those. So make sure that your team start to work together in an integrated goal where everyone's working towards the same thing and incentive to get everyone on the same page mm-hmm. always helps. Hire and promote the right managers and not just people that are great closers because those are different skill sets. And a manager, yeah. manager needs to be a good manager of human being, okay, not a, a manager of the deal. <laughs> and then how you treat your employees will def- directly reflect how they treat their clients. Um, I think Brad also said that as well. Happy, happy employees create happy customers, and that's so true. On the other hand, I also know what, it, what it's like firsthand to be the person as a, that feels like they're at the bottom of the totem pole, but I know that you can make a difference. So identify your goals, your mission statement, create po- projects to chip away at influencing the culture as an individual. When you bring solutions instead of problems to your management, they will likely hear you out. And when you act instead of complaining or feeling down about your environment, you can and will make a difference. 
or you'll know that it's time to leave. Um, but yeah. truly give it time and do the work and be the agent of change within your organization because I know that one person can make a difference and stimulate a great culture being just one person. So kind of my, my quick how-to on culture for both sides of the table. <laughs> No, love love that. And please don't make it a buzzword. No, no, I love. <laughs> I love the buzzword in our industry. It disappears. Absolutely, and you know what? I love that. And Subi, I would. I, I know if you wouldn't mind, just because I think that. Uh, probably right now just there's people that listen to this probably sitting at the desk or you know somewhere in the dealership where they you know are just having to kind of minimize it and work and but if if it were possible to for you to take what you just said those little bullet points which i think are invaluable when you have someone you know on the show listening and then you know and and weighing in like you were and then hearing these 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 experts kind of give you know bits and pieces and then you sum it up with a hit list so to speak hey this is this is gonna be that's what people if, if they're at a, if they're at a conference or a workshop they're taking pictures of the screen you know because they don't want to forget this but if yeah. you if you get a minute sure. if you could jot those down in the facebook feed i think that that is invaluable what you just said and it and it's it's a it's a how-to and that is that is what people Perfect. don't you think cribs that's what people look for so much absolutely it's like hey i i, I hear you when, when Eddie, I love, that's why Eddie gets a book because when Eddie, you know, I love it, have got a top ranking on Google. I've got a five star on, on Facebook, but I mean, how, how do I, where do I start? Yeah. You know, and he's, he's so hungry and sometimes, you know, everybody just tells him, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. And he's saying, I hear you. I'm listening. How? And right. I love it. So we just gave him 101 on how to. Mm-hmm. And we sometimes just, for, I think yeah. sometimes we take that for granted. You know, some of us that maybe, you know, have done it for so long and, and watched it work, you know. But Tommy, we see this so many times with young salespeople even, you know, how, how do I do this? How do I do that? And we take it for granted because we've been doing it so long. But the how-to is so valuable. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, unless you, have a gift, unless you have a gift to teach in some capacity, it's, it seems like that, that goes by the wayside. Um, but thank you so much for breaking that down, Subi. Of course. I'll do you one better and write you a blog post. Woo! Come With on. all the comments in it. Oh, man. Thank you, so Subi. Awesome. You rock. What do you guys say about that? Run DMT. You're welcome. Run DMT. What do you guys say about that? Run DMT. I Run think DMT. that's super dope fresh, homie. You look like Gilligan. <laughs> the hat, listen, that's not Run DMT hat. That's like a Gilligan. This is like, this is. I'm telling you, it's a hybrid. It's L Cool J and, and, yeah. and Run DMT. There you go. Subi, thank you so much for for um, for weighing in, for commenting throughout the show. And then, Thanks for asking me to be on. No, our pleasure, <laughs> as always. All right. Have a wonderful Neither. weekend. Thank you. What do you think, Cribs, about the whole show, man? Uh, I think it was great. I think I deserve to give a little shout-out to uh, to Jonathan Dawson, Cellcology. I mean, his product was brought up. Um, I know for a fact that he has uh, partnered with a couple of these large dealers, and uh, that's not an easy feat. And, um, you know, so kudos to him for having an impact not only in the dealership but the industry. And uh, he was tuning in today commenting as well. So Let's read some comments. I'll let Tommy read some comments, but I do want to read Jonathan's because actually Jonathan – uh, actually, it looks like as Kim scrolls back up, it looks like Jonathan actually did a little bit of um, uh, bullet pointing. Said Subi highlights mission statements, integrated goals. Thank you, Jonathan. By the way, hire the leader, not just the manager. Happy people are happy with customers, and everyone has the power to be an agent of change in a culture and an environment. Um, so, thank you for. How do you for, do that so um, quick? He, he was he's he's he's, he's, he's Johnny Jonathan on the spot. <laughs> Jonathan on the spot. <laughs> Jonathan on the spot. Thank you so much for doing that. Why don't you read some comments there, T? Dave Booth. Dave Booth said the uh, read the Aladdin factor. He said it was a great book. I know, I'm gonna look that up. I had, I'm not um, heard of that, but I am gonna Jim DeLuca said process is dead, experience is king. Well, well I'm gonna I'm gonna to, leave no that one to alone because we're on gonna that. bring that onto another show. Yeah. Jim Jim wants to stir the pot. That, I didn't bring that up, Ooh. I saw that comment, but yeah, uh, no, that, that would be a whole some, show in some, itself. Some explanation. Brian West always strive to turn customers into advocates hundred percent. 
I love Brian West. Last week, Brian West mm. is the guy last week that was trying to get uh, Shalia's phone number, evidently, oh, yeah. or whatever she, he was trying uh, to do. I think you actually got her name right this time, well, she too. Put it out to the, she put it out to the public. She, she did. Out. She did, but he gets a book. He gets a book. There you go. What else we got? Go back up, up to the top uh, real quick. Uh, Kim. Kimberly. Doing the best she can. She just doing a good job. <laughs> she does a good job. She oh, does a good job. Uh, let's see. How about Geraldo? What about Geraldo Rivera? <laughs> Geraldo. Geraldo Rivera's on the show? Geraldo. I Geraldo. choose tribal. Tribes, Tribes are together as are one. Together what, as what one. was he referring to when he said tribal? What she, she, referring to my tattoo, I think. Okay. Gerardo is a guy. Okay. I believe. There you go. Subi said... Eddie Stefan delivering happiness, the new gold standard, and be our guest, our classics to get started. Hey, hold on a second. I got to say something. Two Disney about, references. Aladdin, say, and then be our guest. Be our guest. Be our guest. Be our right? guest. Come on. I, you know what? I watch too many Disney movies. If that's the first research. That sentence. The words inside I, of the sentence. I only thought that, too. So she's talking about books, well, said I assume. It. Yeah. To then do some research on your own and start following both individuals and corporations inside and outside of auto. They are current, relevant. This gives you the latest and greatest, and always feel free to reach out to her directly, she said. Jim DeLuca right. says process is alive, experience <laughs> is dead. No, he said process is alive, and experience is uh, a popper. What happened? No, we got to get Jim Timothy, on. That's going to be a great topic for Michael Kirk. Show, Jim. There you go, right there. About Kim wants to get fired from this job, Lou. You know why? She doesn't want to be in here. She doesn't want to do this. She's like uh-huh. crushing down. That's why I got Kim. I got Jonathan two numbers there, Kim. People quit managed for the quit pay plans and out. Now, Kim, we need you in here. Oh, Jonathan you. Dawson said people quit managers before they, pay, they quit pay plans and hours. That's, That's good. So read true. that again, Tommy. Read that one more time. People quit managers before they quit pay plans and hours. So, so stop being a sucky manager. You're Michael Kirk. Quit on you. Me got a lot of managers in this industry. <laughs> me gots. Me gots a lot of managers in this industry who are good leaders. They have been around the longest. Get your managers trained on how to lead people by example. Emily Bauer, Yes. People quit managers, not jobs. It won her a book. And I then, think she uh, said that because she probably did. <laughs> she knows that. She's like, oh, yes, I so agree with that. I just did it last week. Any other comments you want to read there, Kim, before <clears throat> we jump off? No, I think we're good. We're, over, we're good. It's really 50 minutes over. Yeah, we are. But it's good, though. It's good. Sure. Good show. Cribs. All right, show. Tea. Peeps. God bless y'all. Good night. Jim Webb. next week. Real Matt Keenan talking about Karen finally. Uh, really, we are going to care in the car business? Yes, we can. Hashtag golden rule. The golden rule. All these biblical go. references today. I love there it. Love it. Have a great week, guys.